Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Google+. Check it out Google Plus is still out there. Doing its thing. A true testament to perseverance. I'm friends with Peter Sarsgaard on Google Plus. I've never met the guy, but I consider him to be one of my closest Google Plus friends. Today, our podcast features me and Brett Bowser. He's been on the podcast before. He was the most listened to episode of the podcast there for a while. But today, it's a different, it's a little different, but we talk about social justice, fighting the good fight, and freedom of speech, and not making other people feel like garbage, not perpetuating hate. As you can tell, this one's going to be funny as it gets hilarious big goofs big gags brett actually slips on a banana peel halfway through you don't see it but you can kind of hear it um no this was fun but it's it's for real dude it's it's not silly but it's great so let's do this with brett Did you want to? Did you want to talk about that Tuesday night? We can, yeah. What were you? What did you have in mind? So, I I thought it would be like a fun back and forth because okay. like what happened to you, okay, is really like what happened to me in Indianapolis. It's oh, okay. just like so I got fired for you know doing my act, and uh, like I, he went through the laundry list. I'm like, can I get some feedback as to like why you're firing me? Because I even thought that i toned it back compared to like what i would normally do and there was still um like i made fun of sarah palin he's like people like sarah palin don't like to be called stupid yeah and i got the whole if that's who you are that's fine but because my audience doesn't agree with it doesn't mean that they're wrong and like i was just doing pro-gay stuff and they hated it you got okay explain all right, explain your story. So you get fired. Yeah, so I get booked for a weekend. It's uh, Wednesday, Thursday, two Friday, and two Saturday. You're a comedian. Yeah, uh, I go in Wednesday. Where? Where? What club is this? Uh, downtown Crackers in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Indiana. Yeah. Okay. During of all things, Gay Pride Weekend. Okay. Are you headlining? No. Featuring. Uh, featuring. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the guy. So the MC was terrible, like doing street jokes and people uh, into it. Sorta. Okay. I mean, tolerating it. Yeah, they tolerated it, uh, and they were like getting, they're like heckling back, you know, like being a part of the show and whatever, like that. Yeah. He didn't do anything to shut him down. The club didn't tell anyone, but you know, quiet down or whatever. They just, well, they paid. They're letting them get rowdy. Yeah. Okay. Which so, is not. <laughs> yeah. Not good. No, it's not good, period. Yeah. Um, and so I go up, and and like I said, I even toned it back. So I didn't go into like a lot of my anti-religion stuff. I tried to keep it like very generic. With uh, Why did you tone it back? Uh, because I knew I was in Indianapolis, and I was just wanting to feel them out. They looked... Older and whiter, and uh, and they looked a little bit more rowdy. They didn't look woke. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, they did not. So you, a lot of your material then was very progressive and yeah. jabby at the unwoke. Yeah. Okay. So some of my very like tried and true bits, the ones that always get applause breaks, the ones that. Um, actually, now let me put, take this back. I I usually opened my litmus test was uh, um, give it you know get it up for yourselves for coming out tonight. Um, give it up for the troops. Okay. And then give it up for pandering those adorable Chinese bears. Okay. So that was my litmus test. And if what is okay good if people didn't clap for. 
give it up for the troops, but they clapped for give it up for pandering. Then they were going to be more on my side and they would understand like the setups and my sarcasm and that kind of stuff. If it was straight troops, America, fuck yeah. Oh, they just genuinely, they, they, they heard give it up for the troops and they were immediately like, yeah, let's take a second before you got to your next, your actual joke. Yes. They were still hung up on like, we got to give it up. Yeah. For the boys. Yeah. Yeah, and they were really like, hell yeah, troops. Yeah. I don't care about your panda joke. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So so that was usually my litmus test. Okay. And then once it was like a super troop heavy, I was like, I gotta die on this back. All right, so yeah, they were really hooting and hollering for... Yeah. 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 Uh, and so, of course, um, one of my tried and true, like... Uh, my big gay rant where, you know, I'm I'm against the gay pride parades, um, you know, because uh, my mom calls them walking for the cure. Yeah. And, you know, then you may be born gay, but you choose to be that fucking gay. Like that always gets an applause break. That is like one of my cornerstone jokes that I do. Does it get an applause break? Not necessarily because it's funny or because people are on board with what you're promoting the Um, fact that you're pro uh being comfortable with your sexuality um the most so with that with that final line yeah that's where that one will always get something okay so the whole like everything before it where i talk about like uh um, I think gay couples should be allowed to adopt a highway. All the pro-gay stuff leading up to that. Yeah. Usually people are, like, good crowd, like, my crowds. Yeah. Are laughing along. They're enjoying yeah. the humor with it and whatever. And then with that final line, uh, they're applauding because it's like, that was a great piece of art. Thank you. We, that, that's okay. good. Yeah. It's just good. Yeah. Got it. Whereas if I'm getting silence on all my pro-gay material... And I and I say, and you choose to be that fucking gay. Yeah, they laugh because they're like, oh, it is a choice. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're they, not they don't yeah. getting the satire. They, yeah, they don't get the born gay. Okay. Part of it, they're like, nope, it's a choice. They choose to act like right. that. Yeah. Instead of just you. So you're choosing. doing your set, and you're realizing, oh, these people aren't getting what I'm throwing down. Yeah. At all? No. Uh. Uh-uh. How does that feel? Uh, when you're doing that first chunk of the set and you're like, oh, no, these people don't like me. Yeah. I am not what they want to see. Yeah. Okay. That, um, that is one where, and it's exhausting because you still have to do the act. Yeah. And normally, like, when you, you know, you take the energy and you put it out there to perform. Mm-hmm. And then they laugh, and that laughter comes back to you, and that recharges you, so you do the next bit, mm-hmm. and, you know, really big, and then they laugh really big, and then you've got that energy to do the next bit really big. Right. And then they laugh, you know, that's how that works. Oh, you need, yeah, you need the reciprocation. Right. Otherwise, you're just like, yeah, you're not, get, you're not getting juiced up. Yeah, because I, I go off stage, and I'll be exhausted. Oh. Because... Because there's no energy to charge me back, so I'm just, you know, yeah, you're stoking just, myself up, right. and I'm riding on pure adrenaline, and then when I'm off stage, <sighs> yeah, it's like almost impossible. Yeah, it's so deflating. Because it's, the comedy requires um, that feedback. Yeah, that's it, where you yeah. get that high from. Right. Yeah, and if you're not getting it, it just... Like, it doesn't even, what you're saying doesn't even make sense without the reciprocity. Right. Without that juice back, it's just like a TED Talk. Right, yeah. Or a sermon. Yeah. Yeah. Or why is he pausing awkwardly? Right, what's he waiting for? Yeah. Well, I'm pausing awkwardly because normally I wait for the last to subside. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like almost at that point you got to cater yeah so you got to change your act to the fact that 
nobody's laughing. Right. Yeah. With whatever tags you can pull out of your ass. and Right, yeah. Yeah. So, so like, that was definitely Wednesday. Okay. That yeah. was a wet... How many days were you doing there? Uh, I was supposed to do Wednesday, Thursday, two Friday, and two Saturday. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So, so Wednesday, I don't remember, like, if there were arguments or yells or anything on Wednesday. I don't, I don't remember Wednesday very much. I just remember it not going well. Okay. And Thursday was college night. So all the college kids in the front were having fun. But there was like one guy, one guy in particular was like the minute he sat down, he was loud and rowdy and he kept talking back and forth through the whole MC. The MC didn't, tell him to stop the club didn't tell him to stop yeah so i had to tell him to stop so how did you approach it i don't remember what did i was it funny i thought or it was w- it awkward it was both okay because so the college kids like recognized that like he was being rude and obnoxious they were on your side yeah they were on my side yeah and they were cool with me being gay okay. so i think i said something like super gay towards him oh yeah like i'm gonna kiss you I'm. Ugh. I mean, not. <laughs> yeah. Probably not like that, but it was some, whatever. It was something that a bitchy queen would say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some straight out of RuPaul or whatever. Okay. Yeah. That'll make any straight man uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And so he shut up, but then he like he got up and he like walked out. Um. Okay. So that quieted down. Um. I think there was someone else that had acted up, and then. Uh, a woman, like her cell phone went off. Yeah. And I didn't, I was, you know, cause I'm trying to be, it's annoying. Let's just muscle through it. I can be louder than her cell phone. You yeah. Know? Um, and I thought maybe she'll just turn it off. Oh, she doesn't turn it off. She goes, hello. And I'm like, okay, maybe like maybe something's going on in her life. And this is shit. We've got to go. Someone's having the baby or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like, you're under. Give her the benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah, and then she just takes the call for three minutes. Okay, and the club doesn't tell her to silence it. Like, I get the floor with all the college kids. Yeah, to start like yelling at her to turn it off. Yeah, you know, because they're on my side with it. I'm like, this right. is incredibly rude. What are you doing? Well, they're trying to enjoy a show too, right? They're yeah, yeah they're being just as interrupted. Yeah, you know. And so, um, and so it left, and I thought that one went like a little better because at least I had like the college kids laughing. At least I had some laughs and some people yeah. looked like they were having fun. And then that's when the guy said, uh, like, I'm walking too many people. I'm just offending his audience way too much. He can't afford to be losing money off of me. And Oh, this is on Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday. He's saying you're walking people as in, as in. All right, you were all. It wasn't a great show on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Now it's Thursday, and a lady. Okay, yeah, was taking a phone call. Uh, yeah, and but this is getting blamed on you, right? So there's all these people who just aren't happy with me, and he's comping all of their drinks and food and everything, and giving them free tickets. Is that true though? They're unhappy with you. Yeah, and what? Which like the lady that was taking the phone call, or the college kids? Uh, like the college kids were fine, but like the guy that was interrupting the show. Oh, from the minute comped. he sat down, yeah, he comped him because he oh. because I told him to shut up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he tells you this on Thursday. Yeah. How many shows were there on Thursday? Uh, one. Okay, so after the Thursday show, he he's telling you this. Yeah, he's like, um, you know, get out of the hotel room. You're done for the weekend. Are here's, you serious? Yeah, like here's your money for your two nights. No way. Yeah. Wow. Did you have like a do you have like a contract with them to get paid for the whole time? Of or course how does that not. work? No. No. Okay. So you're like, all right, that's yeah. it. And then that bridge is burned. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. Did the who's the headliner? Um it was some African American guy from LA who mm-hmm. only goes on the road like two weeks a year. Yeah. Um he ugh. The whole time he was trying to cheat on his wife. Okay. And he his t-shirts were 
the ladies' shirts said, are you looking at my boobies? The merch he was selling? Yeah. Okay. And then the guy shirts said, yes, I'm staring at your boobies. Okay. All right. I, all right. I feel it. Yeah. I know this guy. Do you? No. Okay. But I but get you him. get the idea of... But was he on... Was he chill with you? Was he on your team after he knew you got fired? Or did he not even know? Uh, I don't think he even knew. Okay. I don't know. Like, I didn't even make friends with him. Like, I was just... I was repulsed by who he was as, like, a human being. And I didn't respect him as a comedian. So, so you didn't give him the time. we didn't even, like... It was one of those things of, you know, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, whatever, I'm just going to go and do my thing. You go do your thing. Cool. Whatever. So what would you... Okay, so this person tells you... Uh, they, I mean, they tell you you're fired. Yeah. What do you... Do you try to argue back and say... Do you, are you indignant or are you like, whatever, it's fine. I'll see you later. Um, well, I mean, I, so I did ask him for feedback of, okay, so what exactly is going on? Yeah. Uh, and then that's when he explained, like, uh, you know, I was offending too many people or whatever. He, he, he pulls off the whole, you know, I'm a comic too, or I used to be a comic. So, you know, I know what it's like. And yeah. that's one is like, everyone's a comic. All right. Like, we've all tried it once. You know, whatever. right? Yeah. What was he? What was he trying to do by saying that? So he was trying to, I guess, like put himself on my level, I guess, in some way of, hey, you know, from a man to man thing, you just gotta, you're new, you don't know what you're doing. Let me explain to you, kind of thing. Like let you down easy. Yeah, and here's what to do better next time. Right. Yeah. How like, did you he, handle that? Um. I just, uh, I took it and I smiled and I tried not to laugh at some of his stuff. Yeah. Because literally it was, um, it was people, he, so he listed off like a, a laundry list of like some of my jokes and whatever. Um, I did my, uh, um, mind cunt joke. Okay. Uh, which, you know, people laughed at him and like, and women don't like to hear that. I'm like, right. well, women actually hate the word pussy okay that's the one they hate okay but did you but, say this to him or were you just like did you just not care i just did not care did you say you didn't say anything about yo you run a bad you don't run a tight ship here man this is an unfor, unprofessional place you don't you know what i mean you don't respect <laughs> your audience by keeping rowdy ones out did you say any of this stuff saying like i i have a hard time performing here because you don't have your shit together um i don't i didn't do like one of those epic like pipe bomb rants and drop the mic i didn't anything like I that i mean it's not good for your you know i'm just curious if you if you did I tell him i don't think so because it was one of those yeah. it was one of those things like as these people are talking yeah i kind of got the gist of especially like by the time he got to the point where people that like sarah palin don't like to be called stupid and i'm like i can't i can't talk to you because what? Yeah, you're a comedian, right? Like one, you're you're a comedian, so yeah. you should know that Sarah Palin is out there. That's not a sacred cow, right? She's getting slaughtered. There are no sacred cows, right? So you and should, especially not Sarah Palin, right? Like, so Jesus, maybe you can you can have a you know stay away from Jesus, but Sarah Palin is fair game, right? Yeah, and I had and I had pulled back, like I didn't do. Any of my church jokes or, right. or stuff, you know, like I, Sarah Palin was about as edgy as it gets. Yeah. And me being pro-gay people. Yeah. Right. Uh, I didn't do any of my suicide material, nothing. Yeah. That, you know. And so when, as a comedian. Right. When Sarah Palin is a sacred cow, I'm like, well, then you're not a comedian. Because you know anyone that puts himself out in the public spotlight. Or, yeah, we're in different pages here, man. Yeah. If that's how you feel, that we can't... Don't give me tips. I'm not trying to be your idea of right. what I should be. Yeah. And that's when I... So, that's why I didn't even argue. Because anything oh, I no would... point. Yeah, there's no point. What well, do I gain yeah. from it? You want me... Your expectations of me are completely different from what I'm ever going to give you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So did that bum you out that you got fired? Um, I was mixed. Okay. Uh, 
because again that whole like if that's who you are if you know if that's who you are that's fine but my audience doesn't want to hear it it's, so like that i respect that he's I, running a business he, man right it's just that that whole like don't try and feign to be loving and accepting and the kind of bullshit of just say my audience is a bunch of racist homophobic shitheads just say that yeah yeah but i think he's you know i i don't think there's anything wrong with saying my audience not saying my audience is a bunch of shitheads they're just different right and they don't he's just like trying to make a buck right so i do understand that from the point of like i would i would expect him to be like like vincent i'm really sorry vincent is brent's stage name yeah (laughs) um i'm very sorry but you are good at what you do but i'm running a business here and you are not making me money yeah you're bad for my business right i respect that so much yeah and with with other people um i think i was one of the few people to actually be fired fired because what they normally do is you fi- you finish out the weekend. Yeah. And then they're like, send us your avails. And you do for five years and you never hear back from them. Right. And you know that it's. And you know it's done. Right. So I, I was actually one of the few people I found out, you know, kind of afterwards. But yeah, I'm one of the few people to have been fired. Straight up. Straight mid-week. up. Yeah. Not even finish out. Yeah. Man. Like that's how. That's how great my comedy was. But <laughs> I mean, it is. It it just wasn't your place, right? Yeah, I had no business being in that room with that MC, with that headline, like with those people who didn't police the room. Like, I should not have been there doing my thing. That was literally the lion's den for me. Yeah. So I mean, it almost does. It just what happened was the thing that should have happened, I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, it sucks, but it's just at some point it's like getting in an argument with someone that, uh, you know, there's no way you could possibly get to common ground. Right. It's it's you got to agree to say we're both going to live our lives and have different thoughts on the subject. Yeah. Uh, And I'm going to go find a room that I work in. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm going to find a room where I'm not going to be scared to walk to my car afterwards. Where people love, what's the word? Were they like, I don't know. Did it seem almost like that? Like violent in a way? Like they were, they really were repulsed by you or they were just like, oh, this queer is kind of getting on my nerves. Well, keep in mind, this was also... What, 2008? No, 2014, I believe. Oh, you're doing Sarah Palin jokes in 2014? Yeah. She kept talking. She did. She kept talking. I feel like someone shut her up. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. I I don't get politically opinionated, but whenever I hear her talk, I'm like, who let someone's mom... Right. On CNN. Yeah. Like, she wasn't being political at the time. She was more... Like, she had her... um, she had her reality show. Yeah, dude. And she was getting paid to be a, like a public speaker, but she wasn't like political, you know. She might have been a pundit on Fox News. Right. But yeah. Always annoying. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, she, you know, it was relevant at the time. And, and the landscape in 2014 w- it was different yeah, than it is so. now. What do you mean? I feel like everyone, we're, we're on the other side of the coin, which we're going to get to. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to talk about me in a second. Yeah. But, yes. Say, how was it in 2014 versus now 2017? Um, I think people were a lot more tolerant of differences. Um, It was still very much the mentality of um, everyone that had an issue with me Mm -hmm. had the issue of they paid to come watch a comedy show. Yeah. What was presented to them, they did not find funny. Yep. And so, therefore, they did not get what they paid for. Okay. And so, they wanted their money back. 
They they w- entered this place of business expecting a certain thing. It was not given to them. So it's like, you know, when you when you go to McDonald's, yeah, and you're like, I need a McDouble with no pickles, and then you pull away and you unwrap and you bite into a pickle, and so you turn around and you're like, I said no pickles. But you could just pick off, ignore, mm-hmm. and go on about the rest. What it's the moral point of. I said no pickles. I waited in this line for 10 minutes. Yeah. And there's pickles on here. I'm having a bad day. Just take the fucking pickles off my sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What comparison are you drawing here, though? That guy came in to laugh. But I think you come in for a show. You take your chances. That not, not with these people. And Yeah. And... Sure. So they're expecting McDonald's, but in reality, they should just be expecting inexperience, whatever that may be. Right. Yeah. And and it was, you know, and that was bad, you know, back in, in 2014. And I feel like it's only amplified in mm-hmm. the past few years. People being upset that they don't get what they were expecting? Yes. Okay. Um, because these are the same people who, so, you know, he paid $15 to laugh. He sat through 25 minutes of not laughing and having every, you know, his beliefs challenged and whatever. He came in to laugh and instead he was pissed off. Yeah. And so since he did not get what he expected, he shouldn't have to pay for it. Much the same. And this is the same mentality of I don't want my taxes paying for abortion. I don't want my taxes paying for someone on welfare to buy a bunch of drugs and and have stakes when I work hard for my money. I don't want my taxes going to PBS. I don't even have kids that watch it. I don't want my ta- me me me. Okay. I paid for this. I get to tell I get to tell the government you work for me. I tell you what to do with my money. Yes, and, I understand what you're saying. And that's where this guy came in of he paid money. And I needed to tell him, here's his sign. Yeah. He might be a redneck. He wanted the jokes. Yes. He wanted the bag of jokes. Yeah. He wanted the comedian. Yeah. And he got the queer dude talking about pussies. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it goes along with... Exp- I, I, I think it goes with expectations. Do you go to... Is some people go to the comedy club to hear the sack of jokes that they're used to. Right. They're, they say, oh, we're going to the comedy club. Mm-hmm. And it goes with a movie. It goes with anything. Yeah. You're going because you're like, oh, I'm going to go see the social network. Okay. And then you go back to the movie theater. You really like the social network. Now you go see, um, what was a terrible movie? You go see like a Vin Diesel movie. Yeah. And you watch it and you don't leave saying, hey, that was bad. I was expecting a good movie. I saw a bad movie. They're going to be like, dude, you came for the experience. You had the experience. It didn't meet your expectations. You didn't pay to meet your expectations. You paid for an experience. You got it. You didn't like it. Too bad. Maybe do more research. Yeah, no one ever takes it out on the movie theater. It's yeah, for it's Mordecai the same being thing. released. Yeah, it's the same. It's like you, it, yeah. It's 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 that. And what what you can what you can expect, and this is what I would say. It's the comedy club's job to maintain to run a comedy show. Mm-hmm. That inqui- that makes make sure the lights work, make sure the sound system works. Make sure that people aren't disrupting the show. Give the people the comedy club experience. They may not like the performers, but that's not on you. You got to give them a professional good show. Take take it seriously. Mm-hmm. That That is your job. To give them a comedy club experience. Whether they like the content, that's subjective. And that's not their job. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's where I'm like, you can have these expectations, but your expectations have to be, is will it be professional? 
Right. You want a clean movie theater. You want good sound. You want the movie to start on time. Reasonable. Right. Yeah. Like, I I saw Suicide Squad in the theater. Mm -hmm. I went back to that theater to watch Rogue One. Yeah. It's not the movie theater's fault that I hated Suicide Squad. Yep. They're a facilitator. Yeah. They'll give you the best experience with the entertainment that's given to them. Yeah. The difference was I... When I saw Suicide Squad, I didn't have Jared Leto 50 feet away from me where I could tell him, this is garbage. Was it bad? Oh, my God. I didn't see it. I don't like movies. Okay. I don't like that garbage. Of course it's garbage. Yeah. I, like, saw the trailer. I'm like, yeah, no no one should see that movie. Yeah. No. It's dumb. I mean, I, yeah. It looks like a dumb movie. It was, was, like, I did walk out for a little bit because I just had to, I just, I had to cleanse it was too it was too much yeah. for me yeah again not the movie theater's fault no it's not yeah but yeah i wasn't there yelling at the at the movie about how terrible it was right and causing a scene to disrupt the other people that were near me that were enjoying themselves yeah it's uh i didn't walk out there like i paid money to watch a movie and you know what it didn't have Enough male butts. I need more male butts in my movies because i that's what I like and right. I paid for it. I need to see it. Exactly. So, it's its all... There are certain responsibilities to be upheld yeah. by establishments. Mm-hmm. And certain responsibilities that should be upheld by an audience. For sure. Which I've, I have found... It's unwritten. Right. But I feel like it's deteriorating. Yeah, I think so. I think we live... Yeah, all right, let's segue a bit. We live in a culture of... This is me. Mm -hmm. Everything I'm experiencing should be ideal to me. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, it's bad. Yes. This is bad. This isn't meeting my expectations. I'm not having fun. This is offensive to me. It needs to be ruined. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like it. Yeah. You know? I need to disrupt this comedy show because I'm not having fun, and this queer's making me mad. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and uh, and I need to be sensitive to your needs completely yeah. at the expense of mine mm-hmm. and everyone else's. And the problem is when you have 50 people in a room, yeah, all with that mentality... You've got 50 different needs that you have to cater to at the same time. Right. And you can't do it. That's why All we you enter can do into is the, do you. Right. And that's why we enter into this social contract. Yep. Of, I may not like what you do, but I'll let give you the chance to do what you do. Mm-hmm. And respect yeah. everyone around you. And, and people need to understand, you can always go. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a contract you have. There are expectations, and you can always leave if you're disappointed. Understand what you're entitled to and what you're not entitled to, and you can always leave. Don't make a stink. Don't be mad. Just say, you know what? This isn't for me. This didn't meet my expectations. Everything was upheld. I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. It's not about you. You don't need to like. Yell at anyone. You don't need to ask for your money back. You can just say, you know what? I'm taking this as a loss. Right. To be responsible for your actions. Yeah. You gambled money on a show. Yep. Didn't pay off. Yep. You thought you might like it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't come back. Yeah. You made that choice. Take responsibility for it. Yep. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about Tuesday? Yeah. All right. Because what I love is it's really the exact same story, just on the complete opposite side. Yep. It really is. Yeah. Okay. Here's my side. Here's how I experienced what happened two Tuesdays ago. I uh, I went to an open mic, uh, which Alec Carr runs, been on the podcast. Uh, small... There wasn't really much of an audience. I think really the only few that were not comedians at this open mic. Usually it's a pretty sparse crowd. It's just kind of guys working on material, trying to 
hammer stuff out, get in the reps, and get better at what they do. Get behind a microphone in, in, a, in a public place, okay? Um, I was the third comic to go, and I begin doing my set. Uh, I'm on my third joke, and my third joke is makes reference to me uh, intentionally walking into a women's locker room uh, to look at naked women. Uh, and it's it's clearly a joke. It's clearly clearly something I've I've never done before. But I mean, anyway, I do this joke, and someone in the back playing pool yells boo or something yells at me from off stage and says I'm promoting rape culture and this immediately upsets me because in my head it's just this thing where and I've thought about it maybe I was I'm willing to say maybe I was promoting rape culture I don't think so I don't think that's me I'm, I believe in myself as a good guy, but I'm totally willing to think I'm not a good guy. That's fine. But I personally think I'm a good guy. And they're yelling at me, saying I'm promoting rape culture. And then they also make reference to jokes from people before me. And what was socially offensive about what all these people were saying. And... Anyway, it derails my set enough where I lose the attention of the bar and the bartender has to go talk to these women to get them to be quiet. And it ruins the five minutes I had to work on what I do. The thing I like to do, my practice time is shot because of this disruption. And I'm not mad. I don't even, I'm not mad at these people, but I'm mad at the idea that we live in a, we live in a society that wants to attack at any cost and wants to believe that the right thing to do is get aggressive and have this like self-righteous anger and attack people in any context and that it's okay and that you're fighting the good fight by yelling at a nice guy on stage telling jokes because there might be something offensive about it. And to me, I'll offend whoever I want. I don't care. If you're offended at a joke, I'm not mad at you. But I don't care. If you're offended, I don't even know what that means. I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to tell a joke and someone say, come up to me after and say, hey, what you said hurt me. It hurt. I had someone that someone walked in on me when I was in a locker room while I was showering and I felt violated and it hurt me. And I want you to know that when you told that joke, it hurt me. I would feel it would change the way I felt about the joke. I'd be like, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want anyone to feel worse after I tell a joke. But when you say that's offensive, Someone could potentially blah, blah, blah when you fight someone else's fight and just preemptively shame me for something I've never done and you believe this is you fighting the good fight, being a social justice warrior. Like, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. We're trying to have fun here. We're trying to hang out and have a good time and you're making this about you. You're just saying... This needs to be about me. Look at me, the warrior, fighting the good fight. And that is what frustrates me. How did you how did you experience that? Cuz you were there. Yeah. So and, and I feel like this needs some more context put to it as well. Okay. Um because there were huge chunks that that went on with the rest of that night that really solidify. So just based on, you know, your story right there of, you know, promoting rape culture and stuff like that should be a whole separate argument and whatever. Okay. Um, I do think the way you explained it is like the better way to handle that is just through like educating you of, Hey, I've had this experience. 
It's an absolutely terrifying experience. This is what I did in that. This is how I feel when people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what transgressed as you were like leaving the stage was yelling about why why are jokes about poor people funny when one in eight trans people are murdered and where like no one had said anything remotely transphobic had mentioned nothing the entire night and that's immediately where she goes off to because within that mentality was that did she say that while i was on stage yes Okay, I don't even remember that. But yeah, there was something definitely right to, to make affect, right yeah. to to make that leap to give context on who it is that is saying this. You know, promoting rape culture and like and you know, looking at people naked without their permission. You know, I can you know, bad thing that's going on right now with, you know, uh, the fappening too and all yeah. that stuff. But for who is saying it though? It immediately turned into transgendered crimes when no one had said anything about it yes um the bartender had asked them you know if you can't settle down you know i'm gonna ask you to leave and then it turned into well why is this bar hate transgender people well the bar doesn't anyone anyone in a bar who's had drinks and is trying to start an altercation will be asked to leave Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what gender you are, what gender you feel that you are. It doesn't matter what, regardless. Yeah. When a entity is in a bar and has drinks and wants to start an altercation, yep. they will be asked to leave. Period. Yeah. But the, this mentality then of me, 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 me. Yes. Like you just have to know that that woman was transgendered. And that she would probably, maybe, maybe not, I don't know. But you're supposed to know what her triggers are, right. her life story. Don't make any assumptions about her. You're supposed to know that going up there. And when you didn't, she had to make the whole thing about her. Right. And disrupt you. And never bother to ask you who you are, what your experiences are, where this is coming from. Because yes. she had to make it all about her. And yeah, I think that's a tell. And I don't want to like, I mean, I don't even feel, this is my experience and I do not feel bad shitting on this woman. I'm obviously coming from like a really emotional spot, but that alone to just be shouting, I'm a transgender and transgender people get murdered. And just when I didn't even provoke it is a clear indication that it's like you came looking for a fight you right. came looking for this they came man. with an agenda and that's how they manipulated the conversation is you're doing this because i'm transgender and no one had ever mentioned that and i mean Nothing. maybe and i mean we can i mean let's just be willing to fact that maybe maybe we said something mm-hmm. all right maybe but regardless that is not a way to handle yourself with civility and decorum, that is a way to make things worse. By being hostile in a bar and then also accusing someone else of being against you because you're a transgender. When it's like, no, he's against you. He wants you out of his bar. Transgender's welcome. I don't care that that woman's transgender. That's cool. Do you? I don't think it's good. I don't think it's bad. It's just you. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter to anyone. Don't be hostile in a bar. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. Be a to be whatever you want. Cool. Just be a good person. Yeah. Let's have fun. Right. Come up. Put your name on the list, on the open mic list. If I'm saying stupid, ignorant stuff, yo, it's a comedy open mic. Get your ass up here. And make fun of me. People do that all the time. I say stupid, ignorant shit all the time. I get off stage. People make fun of me. They call me an idiot. Everyone laughs at me. It's the way it works. This is your opportunity. Right. 
to scream is not a way to handle yourself. Right. And and maybe I'm a little biased uh, because living as living as a gay man, mm-hmm. um, Grant, I don't have the transgender experience. I can't speak to it. But I can speak to being uh, being denied a promotion at a company I worked for mm-hmm. because the boss uh, was homophobic and everyone on his team said to promote me. No one on my team applied for the job because I knew I was going to get it. It was pretty much like that was my job mm-hmm. and I didn't get it specifically because I was a homosexual. Yeah. And then I've also uh, been at jobs where we have had an issue of, well, I have an attendance issue or I'm not hitting goals. And, and it has nothing to do with my sexuality. It's clearly based on job performance. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm a little biased in having, you know, been like, okay, they don't hate me because I'm gay. They hate me because, um, you know, I, yeah. I hold a different set of beliefs or I'm, I'm doing things differently. My reports don't look the way they want them to actual objective tangible things that we can put to yeah and if i just leaned on the whole like well i was late at work today but that's gay culture and gay people are late to everything so you Mm -hmm. just need to accept it nope that's not an acceptable thing and you do yourself that we make another joke Oh, no, I was just going to give another uh, example. Yeah, I know. I was going to give you one more. Yeah, of like, well, I use this color blue in my reports because the gay people like this blue. And if you don't like this blue, you're homophobic. Right. Well, no, our company color is specifically 0066FF, so you need to. Right. Yeah. It's that. <laughs> and if you go, you can't cry wolf. Right. Because it's so serious. Right. To to treat anyone differently because they're gay or they're transgender is appalling. Right. It's horrible. Right. So when you go around crying wolf, like if you were to say, oh, yeah, I'm not doing my job correctly. Oh, it's not because I'm performing poorly. It's because I'm gay. You're you're belittling the fact that someone could be homophobic. Right, because then when it happens for real, no one will believe them. Yeah, it's you're always crying homophobe. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like, dude, you're all, it's just everything. It's like, because you're gay. You think you're afflicted all the time. Mm-hmm. But in reality, people do get afflicted. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if it's man. one, you know, if if she was one of those one in eight transgenders that get murdered, maybe it's because she's just an asshole. Maybe it has nothing to do with the fact that she's transgender. Dude, Yeah. It it's yeah, that's another that's another thing. It's just you can't you can't correlate certain things. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with the uh like you know, the transgender bathrooms, man. It's just like if you look at studies, it's just it doesn't matter if people are transgender that per, per, like whatever it is, perform sex crimes in bathrooms. It just it's people that are deviants are deviants. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's just certain times people treat people differently because of something that's out of their control. And we need before we accuse someone of doing that, you better be certain that it's true and that you believe that. Cuz and it's it's so insulting and it's when someone calls me ignorant or intolerant it's just like you don't know me you don't know me you have no idea who i am you just want to call someone intolerant to feel better about yourself no idea who i am right and that and the what kills me is the hypocrisy of it of Again, they are going to be so quick to judge us because we are up on stage. Yeah. And they want to make the whole thing about them and me, me, me. You get to know me and cater to my needs. Mm -hmm. And then they give zero craps about you and your needs and your thoughts and your beliefs. You have to cater to them and they're not willing to accept you. I don't. That hypocrisy is the part that, and it's on both sides. It's oh, yeah. absolutely on both sides. 
that selfishness knows no labels, no boundaries. That whole, it's all about me. You accept me and cater to me, and I don't care about you. Yeah, it's like you don't even, you're just the pawn in my world. Yeah. Afflicting me. Yeah, that woman dared me to mansplain to her, and she just assumed my gender. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just, there's so, I can get indignant and offended about anything, man. Right. I I mean, it's a thing. I, I'll tell people to check their privilege all the time as a joke when people try to do this weird thing where they shame me for saying anything. Mm-hmm. I can take whatever reason and say, because of blah, 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 you're contributing to the patriarchy. How about you check your privilege and just turn it on them because you can spin anything in any way. Right. Don't be hateful. Right. And that was the whole point of like when, so like you said, um, they uh, they had the opportunity to go up. Uh, one of the women went yes, up. Sorry, we should say that. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, she uh, she did her piece, and we listened through it. We didn't interrupt. God, and there were some places that needed to be interrupted when she was critiquing us for being classist because some people had made some jokes about um, a lower socioeconomic people. But then she said we should take from the top people. Because they won't miss it. Right. All rich people are evil. And like, oh, there's a lot of good rich people in the world, actually. They're kind of on our side. Mm -hmm. We need them. That's why we have a fighting chance. Okay, so that's not classist to hate people of a different socioeconomic Mm -hmm. level than you. Uh, And then the whole, well, I've never done comedy before, but let me explain to you the difference between punching up and punching down. So you don't have this experience but you're going to speak to it. Right. You're going to culturally appropriate comedians right now in this five. And we yeah. let her. We did. Yeah, absolutely. And I was fine with that. Yeah. And I think you can say those are your five minutes to say anything. Right. And if I wanted to, I could have left. Yeah. I could have yelled on everything when she said that, you know, uh, you need to get over it because this progressiveness is the future. Well, obviously, it's not based on current election and not based on what's going on in Netherlands with uh, and France and Turkey and Brexit and uh, uh, Angela Merkel is facing that now. Like nationalism is rising in Europe. Like this is I would like it to be this progressiveness and this lovingness to be the future. And it could very well be. But we've got to start fighting for it. And just again, everything that she said. I, I wanted to interrupt her and let her know that she's wrong, but I yeah. didn't. Yes. Because I'm a better person than she is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, that's, then that's all I'm trying to say here is I'm not going to, like, all I can do, my job, is mm-hmm. to listen. Because the contract that we're entering in that bar, I have five minutes to say what. For the most part, whatever I want, mm-hmm. okay. And who who has the jurisdiction to say, you know what, we're done with you? The bar owner, yeah. He can say, you know what, not in my bar. Please leave. And in all I'm saying is, I'm not I'm not gonna say anything about what she said on stage. All I'm gonna say is, I listened. I listened to what she had to say, and I would have. A lot of the guys, a lot of the comedians, went and spoke to these ladies after. And had a conversation with him. I did not because it would have been, I it was it was pretty tense. It was pretty tense, and it wasn't a good time for me to go over there. But they went over and they and they listened to what they had to say. So where I think where my problem with these two ladies was the way they handled themselves. It was not in a way that is progressive and sets us forward. It's a way that sets us back and incites hate. It worked me up. It got them worked up. And it didn't accomplish anything. That was my problem. Is the way they handled. Maybe I did upset them. I'm not gonna... And I did make a, a call on 
what I think their motivations were, but that's maybe that's not right. But my main problem was with the way they handled that. Yeah, and I didn't, I I didn't talk to them afterwards either because I was I was too upset. And even though I want to be on their side, I certainly think that the rich should pay more taxes to um, to benefit society. Mm-hmm. I I do think um, that. You know, viewing people without um, without their permission uh, can be um, sexually assaulting. Even though I yeah. I agree with so much that they they also believe in mm-hmm. the fact that that's how they act is way too close to how the people act that have hurt me and that have gone out of their way to negatively affect me. Mm-hmm. They that behavior that they were doing is so much like the behavior that I'm against that has hurt me that I can't bring myself to be on their side because mm-hmm. all I see is that same kind of ignorant, hateful behavior Yeah, on the people who directly hate me and oppose me. Yeah. It's, it's not it, – your opinion in, in like really – doesn't matter it's the way you handle yourself and the way you are being willing to listen in the way you handle yourself you can because like i don't i agree and it made me consider the way maybe telling that joke because you know i never really thought about it like that i agree but the way it was handled was what was just was bad for everyone in that environment Mm -hmm. you know and like you said, you're like, man, I've seen this. This looks familiar. Different side of the coin, but it's rage. Yeah. It's rage by no other name. Yeah. It's rage and it's disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I'm not, yeah. Mainly, I'm not trying to, and I didn't even care. After, I'm like, I don't want to talk to these people. I'm not mad. I get it. I know what they're going through. And it's just, for me... I, I personally don't think anything will get accomplished by me speaking to them. So I'm not going to say anything. And that's fine. I'm not going to be, I'm not like, I don't want them to feel bad. If I felt like we could have a legitimate conversation and make some headway, I'd do it. But I don't see that being the case tonight. Right. Yeah. Some people you can teach and, and some people are willing to have that conversation. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't think maybe I mean tonight that with me that night wasn't then. And I'm not mad. It was just I we need to, we need, just need to talk more. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know. I think we're doing enough talking. I think we need to do more listening. Yeah. Cuz everyone's yeah. definitely talking. Everyone's definitely expressing themselves. Everyone right. is definitely Putting in their order. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, everyone's going to Chipotle and and saying uh, white or brown. Mm-hmm. You know, or, well, they're not asking white or brown, but they're definitely telling you uh, brown, pinto, steak, fajita, corn mild, hot. Yeah, they're they're saying that, but no one's really asking. What do you want? Yeah. No. Yeah, I think. Being, being willing to to hear someone else, being willing to be like, you know, maybe I don't have all the answers. Maybe I'm missing something here. Right. Yeah. Because if you, you're not, you're not, you don't gain, you don't learn by talking or preaching. You learn by listening. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to gain by preaching your gospel. You know. Yeah, man. Who was it? Who was the Greek on his deathbed that said that the one thing I have learned is that I don't is that I know nothing? I don't know. It wasn't Aristotle. It was um, it was his mentor, Socrates. Yeah, I heard one. It's uh, there are two types of men. I'm gonna botch this. There are two types of men in the world. Uh, those who I'm gonna I'm gonna say during the intro. It's like those who know nothing but think they know everything and those who, a why, you know what? 
I'm going to put it in the intro. It's one of my favorite quotes. Josh Radner quotes, quoted it on a, okay. on You Made It Weird. And it was just like, that's it. You yeah. grow, you get old enough to realize you know nothing. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that uh, because he said there's two types of men in the world and you just assumed everyone's gender. So I feel this isn't my quote, though. Okay. Blame, All right. blame Socrates. Okay. Well, I'm very, a I'm pig. very triggered and offended right now by it. So I don't care. <laughs> Gosh, that's yeah. That's what we've. Too many people have cried wolf. Now yeah. Trump's president. Oh, I mean, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, man. I mean, if you look at the behavior from the debates, though, like what they, what people loved about that is, well, he's willing to say, you know, what he wants, and yeah. if if you watch the debates. Hillary stood there and he talked and then Hillary would say something and he was talking over her the whole time. Yeah. And I mean, there's other things about, about Trump to make me think that he's a misogynist, but really that behavior is so American Mm -hmm. right now of, I'm sorry, but Mrs. Clinton has three minutes to deliver this. Nope. Nope. You're a phony. You're, can you shut up and let her talk? You yeah. have your time to talk. Let her have her time to talk. Yeah. The fact that he's yelling at, you know, uh, reporters are trying to ask him a question and he's, and he's yelling, you are fake news. Next question. Like that interruption is so American right now. And it has nothing to do with, with race and gender and sexuality and religion. That whole, no, no, no. I don't want to hear that. Shut up. I'll tell you. Give me a chance to commentate on that. That's so American. Yeah. I Okay, this is a, this is a conversation for another podcast, though. Yeah. Because I have something about that. Okay. Um, I'll just say it real quick. Okay. It's daddy's here. Daddy's got it under control. <laughs> Regardless of what you say, Donald Trump is confident. Mm-hmm. And also... Donald Trump doesn't care what you think. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump gives off a sense of control. People want a leader. They want someone that looks like they're in control. Mm-hmm. That's and it, that's and I'm I'm speaking from my own point of view. Yeah. Well, because so many people don't feel like they're in control, so they need someone. Right. And that man, I mean, you can say what you want about him. That guy does not he never has a look he's no shame dude Mm-mm. you know he never feels shame you should read the book um so you've been publicly shamed okay speaks to it okay you can you can't be shamed who experiences shame you you can refuse to feel the shame that sad puppy dog look that's your shame <laughs> if you don't look ashamed you don't feel shame that's what people are afraid of. You being embarrassed, being vulnerable. Donald Trump did not do that. He had it under control. That's what I think it is. And it goes along with what you said. Yeah, I can see that. He's like, all right, I'm done. No, I'm in control here. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, man. It's that whole jerk in with the, with the handshake. of. Yep. You'll go when I let you go. Yeah. But... I think biologically, I mean, you, anyone can probably disagree. This is my opinion. I think biologically, I'm attracted to that. I'm, a, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like animalistic, but I'm like, oh, daddy's home. Daddy's what? gonna make it okay. Yeah, you know, that's it, dude. Daddy's gonna make it better. Daddy's gonna give us jobs. You know? <laughs> yeah. God, that's yep. We're in the weeds now, but we are. yeah. All right. Anything else you wanna you wanted to mention? Like on the subject, or I mean, I I feel like we covered we covered everything, right? I think so. Yeah, I mean that's I'm done. Yeah, I'm what done. I wanted to say. I think I've I've beat this dead horse. Yeah, yeah, we've been in a couple circles, but I'm glad. Yeah, uh, you got any comedy shows coming up? <laughs> you did comedy the other day. So. Yeah, I did. Well, yeah, I did something uh, Sunday. Um, I would like to plug uh, uh, Tom Simmons. Tommy. Yep. Uh, now this, 
and uh, at T Simmons Comedy and Tom Simmons Comedy on YouTube. Uh, check him out. He's uh, he's doing the uh, Heretics tour with Stuart Huff and Jay Whitecotton right now. Stuart Huff been on the podcast, and uh, Tom's uh, producing his uh, his show where uh, it's like topical and this happened in the news. Here's a couple jokes about it, you know, and it's like you know Samantha B and John Oliver, you know, quality jokes. The guy is funny. He's been around for a long time. It's not one of those annoying kids in front of their webcams yeah. you know this is uh it's legit stuff so if you like comedy and you you know you're on our side with our way of thinking you should probably give tom or even if out. you're not well, yeah open Chow. your ears yeah listen send us something send us something i mean i'm not even a registered democrat man i'm on what i'm on whoever's team has a good point I i'm on daddy's team <laughs> you're attracted to the, you know what this whole like you being attracted to daddy thing it feels like should be its own uh podcast episode yeah sure joey's electric complex yeah all right we'll see you at <laughs> your third episode right. <laughs> and now this is tom's yes okay yeah check that on facebook and now this type it in it's funny all right thanks a lot brett no problem thanks say goodbye Bye. Later.